0: We are back talking another weekly
1: review in the Industry Pickup League. Myself and Adam King from Fantasy Basketball International are talking about what happened in this week. We had a loss and we had a win, but who got each one? Let's go!
0: talking about, practice. Right. The crime changed with no regard for human life. He's going to Back out to Allen. His three-pointer. Man! Curry for three. Wow! Unbelievable. Making it rain in New York. We the North are now we the champions. That's his destiny.
1: G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And uh, back again with another industry pickup uh, review. And today I am joined once again by the one and only Adam King from Fantasy Basketball International. G'day, Adam. How are you, mate?
2: Uh, very good, mate. As uh, you said, one of us had a win, one of us had a loss.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, I was the one that had the loss uh, you this were. week. So you, but you, you you, got the the win and, I don't know, keeping the dream alive maybe
2: of making those playoffs? Oh, barely. Look, it was looking good early in the week. I was up pretty handsomely. I think it might have been 7-2 at one point. I thought I could get a 6-3 victory, but ended up with a 5-4 victory, which, I mean, I'll take the win, but... Yep at this point I need to get as many categories as I could. Uh, and I thought I might sort of luck into free throws this week or, or assists, but didn't happen. So look, I'll take the win, but, um, yeah, it, it could have been, could have been better. That's for sure. So you ended up with the victory
1: over McLean, Alex McLean, and I unfortunately lost for the second time this season to Josh Lloyd, who look, he's, he's got a bloody good team and he's a tough team to beat, uh, at this stage. Um, thought I could maybe get him in a few categories. It was close in the end. There was two categories where, you know, a few different things could have gone my way, but unfortunately I did lose 3-6 um, to him. So let's bring up the uh, the league over here as I transition the screen across. So I'll just start over with my matchup versus Josh Lloyd. Um, I ended up winning field goal percentage rebounds and assists against him. The final day came down to the blocks and turnover category. I did. Uh, I only played the 39 games because I ended up benching um, Bradley Beal, who was a player that I was going to play in order to hopefully win the turnovers. But unfortunately... The final game, which had four of my players in Fox, Sabonis, Brook Lopez, and Giannis, four of my best players. Normally, I'd be ecstatic for a game to go into overtime, but when I was trying to win the turnover category and I was down one at that stage at the end of regulation, um, as in, so I had 70, he had 71. When the game went into overtime and I got three extra turnovers in um, in that period... I was not super stoked about that one. And, of course, there were no extra blocks in that time either. So, ended up losing the blocks by two and turnovers by three. At the start of the week, I also thought that I was a chance in steals. uh, But Josh said, stuff it. I'm going to have 50 steals for the week. And, uh, yeah, it never was close. I think there was a few games where Kawhi had five or so and... um, yeah it just it really put me on the back foot where I was trying to win assists and turnovers which I was probably not realistically that you know much of a chance to, to win both of those things but yeah that pushes Josh back into the top of the standings there um so that's all right we, we'll fight another day and um, regroup and, and see how we go next time but it's a loss. Let's go over to your matchup here against Alex. Talk us through your strategy for this week and, and how it all went down.
2: Yeah, so I was I was reasonably confident in uh, in my sort of my strong categories, my blocks, my field goal percentage, um, rebounds to some degree as well. Although it, it was somewhat close in rebounds, um, less than twenty. Yeah, less than twenty steals. Uh, as you said, I I won with thirty one steals this yeah. week and. And, uh, and, and josh got 50 so it does come up again like it, it depends who you're matching up against week yeah. to week but um so so I sort of got the categories I thought I was going to win I'm never going to win threes with my team um I'm never going to win points with my team uh assists were close for a while but he pulled away a little bit towards the end of the week and, and the only other one was free throws where uh, I ended on eighty percent, which which is okay. Like eighty percent is not terrible, but he shot eighty three percent. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I got my five, and 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 I'll take it and move on to next week. Um, but yeah, would have loved to have just snuck one of those other categories just to give me a little bit of a nudge up the standings.
1: Yeah. So we'll, we'll take a look at the standings here that I've got up screen for those on, over on YouTube where uh, I'm still sitting in fourth. I entered the week at fourth. Uh, I think I was one game back from Rhett. Now I'm two games back from him. Um, so I'm still kind of in a bit of a spot on my own. Two and a half games ahead of fifth place, two games back from third. So it's kind of, you know, it's, you know, running my own race at this stage in terms of there. I still feel like I've got a, a little bit of a buffer, but only three games out of the player, um, Noah Rubin, in seventh at the moment. So I can't get too complacent. I still need to keep, you know, putting on the wins that I was prior to this week. And you are down there in ninth, 19 games back from Josh at first. So outside of that sixth position, five, what's that? No. Was that four and a half categories behind Mike Barner, who is in sixth place? Who, look, it's doable. It is still doable. There's still time. Um, how many? How many more weeks do we have left? Uh, that's a good question for us. Uh, too. That is a good question. Um, I believe we are going to March is where our um thing will be. Actually, let's let's do this now. We'll go to the period here. So if we do the next week,
2: so we're into period thirteen. So we've got
1: one, two, three, four, eight, eight or nine, five, six. Well, I've got I've got six left, six periods okay, left. And
2: then, oh, I then the the playoffs start, obviously. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and,
1: and the playoffs start. So six, six left, and you've got to make up four and a half categories. So, like we said, mm. doable. Doable. You're going to have to. Well, uh, that's the wrong league I'm pulling up there. But, but you are going to have to, I guess, uh, yeah, get a little bit of luck go your way. Some other results probably are going to go your way, but but still manageable. So I don't yeah. know if that gives you more or less hope than when you started this podcast <laughs> uh, after we counting out those weeks left. But yeah, what are, you, what are your thoughts on the journey back?
2: Yeah, look, it's going to be tough, especially with my with my build. Uh, as we've seen, in, I've won a couple of weeks in a row, but they're 5-4 victories. It, it's tough yeah. for me to get a sort of a 6-3 six, uh, six, win. So it, it's probably going to come down to a little bit of luck and winning those matchups, but also depending on who I'm playing. So if I'm playing someone who's directly above me, and I win five four. They lose one and I gain one. So that's yeah. sort of a two one and a half swing. game or yeah. a two point swing. And this year this week I do. So this week I'm against Watch the Boxes. So that's my Patron. Okay. Yep. He's on fifty-four, I'm on fifty. So if speculating if I win five four, I'll go to fifty-five and he would go to fifty-eight. So that would it would pull me closer. So if I can chip away and just keep getting these wins and um yeah, but it's going to like some of these guys that have been getting me numbers, like Andre Drummond. I'm still hanging on to him, but yeah, it's uh, it's the barely, but I,
1: coming to an end. Yeah,
2: it is. He look, he was all right yesterday. Uh, I managed to pick up Xavier Tillman last night. That's a good gap. Um, so I, I overpaid, I think, to get yeah, him, but
1: I, I put a bid on him and was cruelly denied.
2: Um, yeah, that's I just, okay. I got nothing to lose. So if I I'm not, if I get to the end of the season, I finish eighth and I've got. left, what's the point? So I might as well invest now. I lost Marcus Smart. (laughs) Just just when I started to get my guards back, uh, I lost Marcus Smart for for six weeks well, which is basically the rest of the regular season. Um, Markel Fultz is, I'm still hanging on to him, but I'm really just being stubborn there because he's barely played. Yeah,
1: I mean, the Marcus Smart thing sucks because he's had a very, (laughs) you know, limited season in terms of the yeah. games he's played. 20 games so far in the season, and I don't think it's going to count all too much but more before the Fantasy Basketball playoff starts. So that's, that's a bit unfortunate. Um, but for the rest of the team, it looks pretty healthy. But like you said, mm-hmm. yeah, some of those guys' values come into a uh, agree, And I agree with you. Like if, if other teams are watching this and you're at that point where, okay... I'm touch and go whether I'm at the playoffs or not and I'm, I've got this fab budget, spend it. Get those guys in, grab the Xavier Tillmans, grab the um, those guys that are hot waiver white edges. And if you overspend a little bit, so be it. it you'd rather, yeah. you know, it's better to, you know, get those guys than to sort of die wondering and, and that sort of a thing. So... Um, don't worry about holding on to your waiver wire priorities and all those sort of things. Get the guys that you believe I must-haves. Uh, and I do think Xavier Tillman does fall into that category now with Memphis just absolutely decimated at the moment. And we know he can put up stats when he gets the minutes. So, um, yeah, I like that acquisition by you there. Um, who have you got this week? So, who did you say you've got? Mike um, Tron this uh, week. Okay. How do you feel like you match up against his team?
2: Uh, so, I'm just going to have a look. Um... So if
1: we have a look um, at how things would have shaped out last week, we know you're yeah. strong in rebounds, you would have got him in rebounds, you would have got him in your blocks that you are very strong in, field goal percentage, would you yes, you would have got him there. Assists. He would have got you in assists, steals. That's a close one, so he would have got you by 3. Yep. In steals. You would have won turnover. So either assists or steals is, you know, which yeah, you, you I think it'll be steals. <laughs> yeah, most of the time I, it does come down to.
2: I think for me, moving forward, it's it's going to be steals um, most weeks. I think blocks, rebounds, turnovers, uh, and field goal percentage I, I'm fairly strong in. Um, it is that that steals category, and that's where I may need to stream a little bit Um if maybe Fultz starts playing, I don't know what's going to happen there with him. Yep. Um, Pillman is coming off a five-steal?
3: Yeah, a, a six, steal maybe six, I want to say. Yeah, he yeah. can get me
2: bunches. He can. Uh, so he could get me zero or he could get me 11 this week. Yeah. <laughs> he could go either yeah. way. Um, Larry Nance is a little bit the same. He can be a, a sort of a, a guy that gets you two or three steals from that centre or forward position. So... I think it'll come down to steals. If I can get steals, then then I might be able to eke out that five-four victory.
1: You guys were also very close in free throw percentage last week. So he had okay. eighty point three, and you were eighty on the dot. So maybe another sneaky mm. one that yeah. um, you know keep an eye on, and it might be something that could, okay. uh, with a bit of luck, go your way as well with that potential six-three. Yeah, so and
2: Tillman Tillman doesn't really help me there. He's shooting. No, no he does not. <laughs>
1: Probably, probably just more hopeful that he doesn't go to the line at all in that in that stage. So. Uh,
2: yeah, that would – yeah, w- yeah we'll, we'll see. But it might mean that I have to – maybe there's some strategic um, benching at the end of the week where I, if I'm close yeah. in one of those categories here. Yeah.
1: yeah, for sure. You were closer – let's put it this way. You were closer in free throw percentage than you were in assists. So if, yeah. if it is the difference between that six – Three and five, four. That might be your, your best hope there. So that'll be interesting. I'll, I'll be watching that one closely because uh, Mike is the guy who's directly underneath me in mm-hmm. those standings. So he is the guy that is, you know, the the biggest threat, I guess, in terms of um, knocking me off. Although there is a big clump of those guys in that range. So um, I'm I'm pulling for you. I'm pulling for you to, to knock off my closest competitors. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am versing the very hot Dan Titus. This week. Yes, and yeah. I, I managed to to get Dan Titus last time we played. Um, but his team is is, is on fire right now. Mm-hmm. He um what did he have last week? If we have a look at he led, I think, the league in reboundings last week, dominated, so that's usually a strong category for me. But I'm dealing with a few injuries with a few big guys at the moment. Um Klinkapella missed some games. I've been without Derek Lively for a little while. Obviously, I'm still missing Evan Mobley. So my blocks and my rebounds have been down lower than I would have liked. Um, So he would have got me there on the rebounds and by a fairly convincing margin. So that's a little bit concerning. I would have got him in assists. I would have got him in... Oh, no, he would have got me in steals. He had 41. I would have just got him in blocks... I think, yeah, I would have got him there in blocks. Turnovers, he destroys me. Points, very, very close there in points. is about 50 points difference there. And, uh, of course, I benched. That was with one field player, so that was a close one. Uh, my threes have been better, but still he clears me pretty comfortably there. So I, I really do need to get my big man stats up a little bit more than I normally would have to in a normal matchup. He does have some really good players like a... Um, like a Jalen Duran, Isaiah Hartenstein has been huge for him recently, so I think that's given him a big boost in recent weeks. Um, and and his team is just very healthy; he's got no injuries, which makes me extremely jealous. Um, so yeah, it's going to be it's going to be another tough week. Um, despite the fact that he is second last on the ladder, he has uh, he's taken some pretty decent scalps recently. So um, he had a he big seven two victory against Alex. Uh, Barutha last week. So coming up against a bit of a, a form team with a comp at the moment.
2: Um, yeah. will see. You know, I'm just running down his roster sort of because he was bad to start the season. I mean, let's be honest, he was at the bottom by quite a bit. And, and I, I had him on my show, oh, I want to say a month ago maybe. And, and I think he was, we were looking, we just touched on industry pickup and we were talking about our teams and, and he said that, Look, he was at the bottom, but he felt like his team was healthy now and that he might be able to push back up the standings, and that is starting to happen. And and if you go through his roster, as you said, Hartenstein has been phenomenal the last yeah. whatever it's been, three, four weeks. Um, Ananobi, I think, has been better since he got to New York. Uh, Tyus Jones has been who we expected. Yeah, he's uh, been much the, better last, compared to how he started. Yeah. Matherin has managed to sort of find some consistency with his scoring. Tyler Hero is back. Uh, RJ Barrett's been playing really well. Larry Markkinen's been playing really well. So I think he's just, he's had that sort of no injuries and guys who have just realized some of that.
3: You know how to book flights and hotels.
0: you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call click Granger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done. Potential or hit their straps at the right time for him. So yeah, he's, he's he must've, you know, had a big, big locker
1: room chat with him after one of these <laughs> weeks and he's got them all fired up and playing well for him. So, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a tough one. Um, I'm trying to figure out how he's gotten to so many rebounds. It must have been just like the Durin. I mean, oh look at these rebound totals from Isaiah Hartenstein 20, 15, 14, 19. Monster, monster rebound numbers. So, was that
2: all in 7th, 14th? So, that was all in 7 8. Fourteen. I'm just trying to think if they were all, all those big double-digit games came in one week. Or I were believe they... so. So
1: Jan 7 to Jan 14th. So that's I a thought seven it was.
2: Day. I thought it was eighth to the 14th was the last. Oh, okay,
1: week. yeah, yeah. So maybe he just had the last three yeah. with the 14, 15,
2: and um, 20. Not even still. I mean, that's 50 rebounds from one guy <laughs> <That's a> three <laughs> three, game, so. in three
1: games. Yeah. So, um, yeah, to, for him to nearly get 300 rebounds in the one week. Is, uh, yeah. It's pretty intimidating, I won't lie. I'm pretty intimidated there, Dan. Um, yeah, no, so. And look, I
2: mean, even – I'm scrolling through. Even Bobby Portis had a 10 rebounds, 8 rebounds, 12 rebounds. So, you don't get that every day of the week. Yeah. Um, Miles Turner had a thirteen rebound game. That's sort of double his average. And I bloody gifted him, Miles Turner. That just pisses me off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: if Miles Turner does me in this week, I will riot.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, what's he been? Uh, his block numbers haven't been great, so that's uh, look. He's been
1: he's been okay. I wouldn't have said he's been yeah. outstanding, but it, it's definitely better than what. Um, Evan Mobley's given me the last month. <laughs> uh, sorry. But no, Slightly it's better,
2: yes. Um, yeah, Lowry Markkinen has had 9, 9, 12, 14, 13 in the last five. Yep. So he's just got a lot of guys that are getting
1: a lot of rebounds. So talk to me. We'll go over to the waiver wire and the transactions over this last week here. I'll touch yeah. on... We've got a couple of Memphis players that I want to touch on because one of your acquisitions that you said you had was Xavier Tillman onto your team, dropping Dayron Sharp. You bid 125. I'll just double-check what the other close bids were. Um, Josh, uh, uh, he bid 90 for him. I bid 43. Way off, Mitch. Um <laughs> Um and it was just yeah just us Aussies going for him oh beat up also bid uh 44 so okay. yeah all, all the Aussies interested in Xavier Tillman you were the winner with 125 where do you see him moving forward and um what was sort of your rationale for getting him onto your team was it was it the steals or was it just everything um, he can do in the minutes that he's going to get with the team decimated
2: Yeah look I think it the minutes it was the first thing he's he's over 30 for the last two um, over 28 for the last three. He he fits other, uh, the free throws other than this week, which they, it might be a factor. Um, Usually it doesn't matter. So I don't care about that. Uh, He's playing center. So he's going to get me seven, 10 rebounds, something like that. Um, He's generally pretty efficient. He, he, He does have those nights where he just can't hit anything, but generally he's pretty efficient. Um, and and yeah, the steals, out of position steals, uh, which I know he can do. He's averaging one point two steals for the season. He's a big steals um, guy for a center. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if I could if I could get one, 1. 1.2, 1.3 steals, so for the week, uh, I don't know how many games he's got this week. Uh, let yeah. me have I haven't checked the uh, the schedule uh, for the. So he's only got three. Okay. Um, but if he could get me five or six steals. Uh, then it all it all adds up. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Look, it's uh, it's a bit of a flyer given he was out of the rotation two weeks ago, but with no Biombo there yep. and Aldama, or is it Aldama is now out
1: for three weeks as well? Uh, could uh, very well be. I've been struggling. I've been struggling to keep up with all their injuries, but yeah, they're, they're, they are quite decimated. I feel
2: like it's Aldama who's out for three weeks. Yep. Um, Bane out for. Six, well, or six to eight, yeah. yeah six, a th- grade three sprain is a pretty bad one, so yep. um. Yeah, look, someone's got to do something, uh, so I've, I picked him up and picked up Luke Kennard in about three other leagues.
1: Yes, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna bang in some threes. Obviously, not as useful in this um, in this league no. for you, but but yeah, uh, I think that Xavier Tillman acquisition is a big one. I'll bring it over to my. I only made one ad this week. Um, you stole the Xavier Tillman from me, and I'm very happy with it so far. I grabbed Vince Williams at the start of the week, yep. got him for a little sneaky seven dollars there. Ooh. um and I only played him one one game this week, and it was the right one to play him in his most recent game where he went um what do he go seventeen eight and eight with two steals and a block he pissed all over my field goal percentage, but that 's okay I survived um and now with the recent, yeah, like you said, the, the Desmond Bain injury news, Marcus Smart being out for a while, they've got, obviously, other injuries all over the shop, so he is someone that I expect to play big, big minutes. They converted him, obviously, at the start of the week into his um, you know, guaranteed contract. He just kind of fit what I needed. He's that small forward kind of guy that I've been searching for to plug and play in games where Scotty Barnes isn't isn't playing the four. So I, I did lack that second small forward in my team. And um, for me, it's the assists, it's the steals, it's the blocks, it's the rebounds. I'm not always competitive in points and his poor percentages. Uh, I can survive the field goal percentage and I don't care about the free throw percentage. So hopefully that last game is a sign of more things to come. The previous game, it was a little bit underwhelming before that, but I do think that we're probably more likely to see more of these most recent kind of games with a lot of those guys out. But he will he will probably hurt your percentages. I'm in just in a position where I can withstand one and I don't care about the other. So I am looking for yeah. those other counting stats. What, what, are you, what are your thoughts on Vince Williams just in general moving forward in terms of other people who might be looking at him to, to add him onto their squad?
2: Yeah, look, I think he has to be added. Uh, we we were at that point when you picked him up earlier in the week and, and they've only added to their injury sort yeah. of tallies yeah. since then. So I think if he, he was fringe must-add a week ago, he's he's definitely a must-add now along with uh, Xavier Tillman uh, and Luke Kennard and then basically G. G. anyone Jackson. else. Yeah, Gigi <laughs> yeah, Jackson maybe. Um, I think I've seen a few people sort of floating that question of do we go and add Gilliard or or Gigi. I'd like to think they might go with Gigi a little bit just to see what he can do. But He's got a bit young, more untapped
1: so. potential, I think. Um, yeah. So I would lean that way. But I, I do think there'll be some rocky times with a player like Gigi and just how young he is. But, yeah, I'd probably go that way for the most part. But I'd probably go Vince Williams and Tail, uh, sorry, and sorry Tillman over both of them. Um, yes, yeah. As long as you're not expecting huge scoring out of both those guys, they do a lot of the other stuff. Um, so less priority in a points league, more in a category league. So
2: yeah, and maybe maybe it's John Concha. Um, we've we've seen him do stuff in the past. He, he's a good rebounder from the guard is, position, yep. and so maybe um, I, I don't know. It's sort of hard to know. And I think I think other than Kennard, Tillman, Vince. It's just going to be whoever's hot will stay on the court. So yeah. it might be it might be GG one night because he's going off. He'll play thirty two minutes, and then he might only play fourteen the next night. So it's going to be, I think, hard to project uh, at least until we get a, a good feel for what their rotation looks like over the next week. Yeah, a hundred
1: percent. So, um, well, so I'm pretty glad with that with that ad. For me, again, like getting in a little bit early with just the seven dollar bid mm. is is very nice. So that, I was a bit low, but I've still been hanging on around with that three hundred and forty three dollar claim budget left. Uh, I'm pretty happy with my squad. If I could just get some healthy players going, um, I feel like I've made some good ads. More recently, just need to to get some health and hopefully players like Jalen Suggs can play more minutes. So I was pissed that I'd throw him out there for that 14-minute uh, game where he was sick. I didn't see anything about that. would have loved to have got different players in there. But I just, um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's a tough loss to Josh where I felt like my team did relatively well and he still beat me 6-3. However, a lot of that comes down to those steel fluctuations on week to week. I am going to require a bit of luck when it does, does come to those playoffs. But hopefully those guys that I have added more recently – um, we'll still be firing and I'll have some of those players come back from injury like uh, an Evan Mobley, like someone um, like a Derek Lively who would definitely help me in those blocks, which I would have needed. And the turnovers, I would have maybe played them instead of players like Bradley Beal that uh, maybe turned the ball over a bit more. So my team makeup will be a l- little bit different, assuming those guys will be healthy. And it does give me a decent blueprint to, to work with there. So um, fingers crossed, fingers crossed those guys will mm-hmm. come back.
2: Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Look, I mean, in terms of my roster, I'm pretty happy with it at the moment. Not a lot of injuries, other than Marcus Smart and Chris Paul, um, both of whom, I mean, they're in my IR spots at the moment. But if I get another couple of short term injuries, I, I might have to just drop them guys um, because, as I said, same sort of logic as with the the bidding. If I end the season with them in my IR spot, but I haven't made the finals, then Could I have done more? Could I have moved them out? So we'll see. um, Josh Giddey's been better uh, over the last little bit, so that's been good. Drew Holiday still sucks. Um, Yeah. Man, he's for, for a guy that has such a significant impact on the game and is so important to his team, he's just doing nothing in terms of stat production. It's been... I really thought that his his
1: um, steal numbers were going to come up this season because of the yeah. fact that he wouldn't be as much in charge of, like, a usage role. But they've regressed even further. 0.9 mm. steals for Drew Holiday? Like, that's... Yeah. Like, he was 1.6 for three or four seasons in a row Price last year, and 1.2, I thought, was the low end. But, yeah, yeah those steals have come right But I mean, the blocks are up, which is nice, but, yeah, those steals. And, yeah. and the assists. I thought the assists were higher, would, would be higher.
2: But, um, yeah, he's just been surpassed, I think, by Derek White. Um, yeah, he has. Yeah, it, It's been frustrating. I mean, I've held on to him because I'm not going to get anyone as good as him off waivers. Um, no. nice. Any given night. Yeah, yeah. And, and Wemby, um, who, who's been incredible, only played two games this week because of a back-to-back, and they yeah. also have a back-to-back this week. So I don't know whether their mindset is going to change before the end of this week and they decide to, to keep him on the minutes cap but play him in a back-to-back. That would be... Very nice. Uh, if if Greg Popovich is listening to this show. Um, come on, Pop. <laughs> come on, then. Just roll him out there. Roll he him out there for Kingy. He needs um, you. And so, yeah, no, look, they've been good. Larry Nance has been a decent pickup. Yes. Uh, I got a Onyeko Kongwu, who I got in the trade from you, has been okay. Um, I'm hoping that – I mean, the Hawks di- – I don't know if you saw their game against the Wizards yesterday. Um, it, was, it was embarrassing. Like, yeah. it, they – they literally looked like they didn't care and they weren't trying. And I, I actually think there's going to be some changes coming to the Hawks. And, yeah. and, and, and I do think,
1: like, would you say it's more than likely, more than 50% likely that Click Capella is traded? So I think it is. I, I think it's maybe not by much. Maybe it's like 55%, 60%, but... Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I think it depends on... I reckon they could change a whole bunch on the roster.
2: Yeah, Um, I think he. I think he's probably expendable. I think DeAndre Hunter's probably expendable, and I think Dejounte Murray is almost, almost, always like he's almost gone. I think he's, um, and yeah, because and and I hope for if it happens quickly that they view a Congou as that centerpiece and and that he they keep him and he starts and he plays thirty three minutes and blows up and. Um, that would at least make me feel better about that chris paul <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah hopefully it happens soon enough that you get the uh the the reward for it to get you into the playoffs that's the only thing yeah hey, yeah, yeah. what these you trades to come capella, out think,
2: don't you? what's that you have quick capella
1: yeah well I, I still hold out like if capella goes somewhere you would think that he's being traded to somewhere that they're still going to use him as a starter i mean I don't know how many teams are trading for Clint Capella to put him on their bench. Like, he's still a decent player. Um, so, fingers crossed. Yeah. He, he was a bit disappointing this, this week, though. Like, there was a few low-minutes games, and I think mm. even um, Okongu's minutes were low as well. There were, there were some games where they played a, a fair few minutes with no centre around the court. So, um, it, it's an interesting one. I'm not super panicked about Clint, because he's been, he's been solid so far this year, and I do think... Wherever he goes, he should be still able to get 24, 25 minutes. I
2: would have yeah. thought. Yeah, I think so. I, I wouldn't be too worried either. Um, it's more the benefit for, for Okongwu if, if Capella does leave yeah. than the, the impact it has on Capella. A hundred percent. That will, uh, that might do us today, Kingy.
1: So if you guys uh, do want to check out more of the Fantasy Basketball International stuff, please go and check out their uh, podcast and YouTube channel. Make sure you give them a good old subscribe. They do lots of awesome stuff over there. Follow me at on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy and give this video a big old thumbs up. What have you guys got going on on your podcast, on your YouTube channel over the next week? Anything exciting happening? I know you've got lots of shows going on these days. Let mm. the people
2: know. Yeah, we're starting to ramp up the shows. Um, we're going to be doing, uh, I think, so the Thursday night show that you were on a couple of weeks ago with with Matty yep. G. Um, this week we've got NBA fan Dan from NBA Fantasy Bible, I think, coming on, uh, and we're actually going to do it live. So, oh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, beers in hand and ready to go. Um, Sounds dangerous. It could be. Uh, I believe it's going to be streamed live on Twitter and YouTube. And then I think on Saturday, our streaming, the streaming show that I do with Mike Fiddle um, will be live as well. So I think we're just trying to dabble a little bit more in doing some live shows um, just to see how that goes. But yeah, no, plenty happening. Um, Mike's got, he's, he's got two shows now. Um, Noah's still got his tank me later show going. So Plenty of stuff, and then we've got some potential, uh, yeah, partnerships with with someone, and, and a sort of a sponsorship kind of thing in the works. So, okay, um, stay, stay tuned. tuned.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, stay tuned to that and follow, um, Kingy over at Adam King 91 on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, get it, get some insight and see if you can get along to some of those live shows. I reckon it'll be well worth your while. So thank you very much, Adam, for joining us on the show today, guys. Next week, we will be doing the, uh, review back on the Fantasy Bass International, uh, YouTube channel. So be sure to check us that out over there. Give this video a big thumbs up. Like we said, and we will catch you guys next time. Laters.